Welcome to The Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty. Thanks for listening. Well, everybody, it's the uh, end of uh, the week slash beginning of a new week. Um, I hope you guys had a good one uh, with that, you know, consider with everything that's going on in uh, the country right now and frankly, the world. Um, once again, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start this episode off just like I do with every other episode, and that's thanking each and every one of you who take the time out of your busy lives to listen to this little podcast that I do uh, weekly. Uh, Without you guys, you know, this wouldn't be a thing. So, again, thank you, each and every one of you. Thank you. And also, happy Father's Day to uh, all you fathers out there. Hope you guys had a good one. So, let's go ahead and dive into it. Um... So this past week, past few weeks actually, have been crazy to say the least um, with everything that's going on, Um, and especially something that is occurring in um, a certain part of our country, and uh, I'm going to dive into that quite a bit tonight, and uh, basically everything that surrounds the events that led up to that, and what is occurring now. So I titled this episode the mob the mobocracy. Sorry, I stumbled over my words there a little bit. Um, because it's essentially what we're seeing right now. Anything and everything has to go. Okay, if it's even remotely controversial, uh, offensive, whatever it is, it's got to go. And this actually kind of coincides into my last episode about censorship because that's what we're seeing on a massive scale right now um it's not a very popular thing to defend but let's face it it is still part of the history of this country and no matter what it shouldn't be erased because it's something that did happen and it was a very dark time in american history but nonetheless it, it still happened and it's something that should not be forgotten. But like I said, I'll get to, get to that in a moment. So, um, if you've been following the news lately, you will see every five minutes, it seems that the this never-ending saga unfold that we're witnessing right now. Day after day, a new story emerges on how divided we are in this country. Granted, most of these topics that are being brought to the forefront are the same topics that in the past were failed to have been addressed. They have been. Over and over and over, these, these same issues have been failed to be brought up and discussed on a, on a serious level, okay? Um, in no circumstance should these topics be brushed aside and ignored like they have been. And let's face it, they have been. They've been brushed aside They've been ignored, and it just it just seemed like our government wasn't um, in a hurry, or they could care less about addressing these issues that affected everybody in this country. So they what they would do they would do the the bare minimum, just just to give you a little piece, and be like, see, we're doing something about it, and send you on your way. Well, that, you know, that works 
for a while. And then once it stops working, we get what we're seeing right now. So what we're getting right now, in many cases, is a direct response to the disregard that our government has had in the past about addressing these very situations and these very issues, okay? Um, so, but what are these new topics being brought up? That's a question that, that I really think needs to be asked at this point in time. Um, just how the protests against police brutality were hijacked by violent rioting and senseless acts of destruction of private businesses and property and violent attacks against people who had nothing to do with police brutality. And I, and I need to stress that. People who were just trying to defend themselves and their businesses against these rioters were being, I mean, a wholesale just getting their asses kicked for no reason, just just to defend their livelihoods and their, and their property and their businesses. These people had nothing to do with what had happened, but these people were being attacked. And I'm not saying that these people were being attacked by the protesters. The protesters had nothing to do with that. It's the people that came in looking to destroy and looking to rob and just out and out just cause mayhem and destruction. These are the these are the people that I'm talking about, not the people who were protesting. The people who were protesting were exercising their first amendment right to peacefully assemble and voice their grievance. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, that's well within their rights to do. Okay. I just wanted to stress that right right real quick. So anyway, um, these topics of importance are also now being hijacked, like I said, by politicians with an agenda. Okay, we have seen this so many times. Individuals taking a stand against something. And then all of a sudden the government will come in and and co-opt it. And then start adding things to these. Um, grievances that had nothing to do with the original point because why and I'm getting to that in a second this political agenda serves as the as the destruction of individual choice opinion freedom and the nation as we know it okay follow me here for a second if you get everybody on board to think act speak and uh, react the same way. Those people are, are already controlled. They're easily controlled. Those people will never step out of line. So those people will never be a problem, right? So if, say, this were to occur on, on the grand scheme of everything, okay? If this were to occur, these people would not give the government a problem at all. All they'd have to do is feed him something to rage against. And it doesn't matter what it is. And in fact, there is there are things that are 
occurring that that exact same way as we're seeing right now. Okay? So, the fact of the matter is, and this is important, people, the fact of the matter is the government refuses to allow a crisis to go to waste. And I've covered this before. I, I had an episode on this. Okay, and trust me, it's, it's not me repeating myself, but you'll start to see, hopefully you'll start to see where this makes sense and how all this ties into it. Okay, so, um, and it sees this as an opportunity to bring in full control, not to mention that none of what we see now as the government taking stances on this uh, ever problematic issue ever seemed to matter before. Like I said earlier, if they ever did take a stance or sided with, the, with, with people who were voicing their grievances on a certain thing, they only took it seriously enough and paid it enough attention to produce some BS um, fix, band-aid, temporary, you know, temporary fix, a band-aid to give them something and say, well, look, we're, we're working on it. But it was never to their fullest attention. Like, they never gave it their all. I mean, they could care less, okay? I mean, they're trying to control us. They're not trying to help us. Okay, they're trying to control us. So of course they're not going to go out on go go out on on a limb and out of their way to give us what we want because that's not that's not what this is about. This is about control. That's what this is. And so, like I said, you keep seeing the same thing happening over and over and over and over and people get tired of it they get tired of the same sad story from the government well we wish we could help you know more but we can't do this because of xyz so they just give them just enough to, to send them away so they're not an issue anymore so they're not problematic anymore okay and they it, it, this is done by design it's not it's not pure accident. Okay? So, this is dangerous. Or, I'm sorry, this is disingenuous, phony, and nothing more than political theater. Okay? Jockeying for more power to continue more empty promises to these communities. Like I said, whenever there is an issue, a, a, a certain issue... In any community across across the country, they only give just enough to show that they're concerned about it, but they never ever come out with any real results. I mean, look at everything that has happened in Minneapolis and Atlanta and things like this. You have this. You have politicians coming out, quote unquote, making a you know taking a stand against it. But these are the same goddamn people who wrote these very laws that are causing these problems. 
and you expect them to go back on what they have worked on and what they've wrote? No. Let's be realistic here. These are the same individuals who also only give you a little tiny bit just to send you away. Okay, I mean, it's, it's absurd. So, let's dive into what I like to call the big lie, okay? Now, what is the big lie that you may ask? That's easy, okay? In the wake of the deaths of George Floyd and Richard Brooks, the protests that we saw, the peaceful protests that we saw, went from just that peaceful protests, they went to rioting, and now we go to Seattle, Washington, a six-block autonomous zone called Chaz, or Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, named after the area in which they occupy. So... Let's talk about that for a little bit. What is this autonomous zone? What is the what is the purpose? What is the idea behind it? Okay. <laughs> um, with the seemingly overjoyed support of Seattle mayor, uh, Seattle's mayor Jenny Durkin, the zone is touted as an actual settlement with absolute freedom, void of police violence and worry. Okay. This is what this is being sold as. This could be further from the truth. This is an absolute fallacy. It's an absolute lie. Okay, because this is not what this is. Quite the contrary. It's anything but that, right? Reports of violence, rape, theft, destruction of property, intimidation, attacks on white people... Okay, and the list goes on from there. Trust me, all the things that are actually going on there, it would take up the entirety of this podcast. And I just don't have time to list everything. I've listed quite a bit of the things that are going on there that we actually know of. All right. So from people within the zone and um, reports from undercover journalists from the very moment this zone was announced and, and set up, okay, the first item carried out was setting up a blockade going into the zone and protected, protected with armed guards, okay? These are, they literally have armed individuals checking IDs of people who are coming in to this autonomous zone. Okay, this is where it gets a little, this is where it gets ironic, all right? So, to put this better in perspective, these people were the same people who were protesting and denouncing the country for having border protection, a border wall, and advocating to have both removed. But yet, they have done the same exact thing. The same exact thing. This goes to show you right here that either A, they're hypocrites who don't understand the irony in what they are doing, okay, and are now not hiding the truth 
anymore. Okay? So either they're A, hypocrites who don't understand the irony of what they have done, or B, they know exactly what they are doing and are now not hiding their true intent anymore. You see, it, has, it had nothing to do with what they said was wrong going on in the U.S. But rather, now that they have power and they will do what they want, that's what this is about. That's what this is, okay? They condemn the U.S., for having these things, okay? They condemned our country for having border security, having borders and things like this, okay? They were vehemently against it. But as soon as they got a little bit of authority and backing, mind you, from the state government, okay? They did the same exact thing for their little area. I mean, how... I mean, do you, do you see what this is? Do you? I mean, did, are you are you understanding what is going on here? It wasn't the fact that 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 the United States was doing this, okay? It was the fact that they weren't able to do it. They they had no positions of power to enforce the things that they wanted to enforce. So the, the, the next easiest thing they could do was condemn the country for having these things. And then as soon as they got a little bit of authority and a little bit of power, they turned around and done the same exact thing. I mean, it, 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 it blows my mind, okay? It, it just does. Um, and, and it gets better from here. Okay, it it gets better from here. Um. So, this is a rogue state backed by government, as I pointed out. Okay, it's backed by it's backed by the mayor of Seattle, and it's even backed by the governor, because the governor is refusing to do anything about this. Even with all these things that are going on, and all these reports that are you know from people who are actually in this autonomous zone okay the governor is actually refusing to do anything about it the mayor is completely delusional and calling this a possible summer of love when actually the people within this autonomous zone are actually living in a summer of hell these people are literally being terrorized by these people I saw actually um, earlier this week, I actually read somebody had actually sent out a tweet and um, they screenshot, somebody screenshotted it and put it up and it was somebody within the autonomous zone and it looked like it was a conversation between them and I guess somebody like their, their, I don't know, publicity czar, I guess you could call them because that's what this person was acting like. Um <clears throat> They were explaining, they said, you know, I left my tent to go for a walk. And when I came back to my tent about an hour later, I noticed that my food was missing. 
my laptop was missing, and about $400 in cash was missing. I'm getting my stuff and I am leaving because this is not what I thought it was. And that person got the response from whoever this publicity czar was that said, no, please don't leave. You're an integral, uh, integral part of what we're doing here. What you're doing is, you know, important. Here's where it gets a little loopy. Then they followed it up with, how do you know that your stuff was stolen by someone and not just bar, not just taken by someone who was in more of need than you are? Look at it as an unexpected donation. I'm very proud of what you have done here today. This is the kind of thing that's going on in this autonomous zone. Okay? Somebody's property was stolen from them. And they could care less. Alright? So. All this is. This isn't some kind of utopia. Alright? This isn't, you know, somewhere where you can go where... You know, you have absolute freedom at all. This is a rogue state backed by the state government. This is a trial period of a Marxist state within the United States. Okay? All is well and good there just as long as you do what you're told to do and think what they want you to think. All right? Even in this Marxist utopia, there's evidence of segregation. Food plots for growing are clearly marked for people of color and indigenous people only. And are and even during um, this past Friday's uh, blackout for June thir- uh, June t- uh, Juneteenth, stating white people are not allowed to participate. They were not welcome to participate. Okay, so this whole thing, they're claiming to be fighting against racism. They're claiming to be fighting against, you know, imperialism or whatever it is that, you know, that they're saying that they're fighting against this week. But yet everything that they're doing is everything that they claim to be fighting against. There's segregation, there's, there's crime, there's theft, there's, there's threats, okay? People are being, you know, people are being sh- you know, shaken down for money, all right? I mean, it, it, people can't grow food in a certain area because it's, um, it's for people of color and indigenous people only. That's segregation, that, that, that's exactly what segregation is. It's no different than having signs on a water fountain saying whites only. Or having a door in the back of a place that says colored people entrance only. I mean, it's the same exact thing. Just because it's a different, it, it's a different time period or, you know, it's, it's, it's not white people doing it anymore doesn't make it any less Racist. It is the same exact thing. It's the same thing. 
The fact of the matter is this. This whole Chaz idea, this whole Chaz thing, it's a sham. It is. It's the same thing these people claim to be against, except now they have control. They have the power in this little autonomous zone, and they can do all the things that they claim to be against, and they can now do it to people who they think deserve to have it done to. So... Like I said, it doesn't make it any better. It's still wrong what they're doing. 100% wrong. I mean, yeah, we're, this country is not perfect, but what, what they're doing here is it's, it's, it's taking a massive step backwards. Okay? At, at least outside of Chaz, outside of this little zone here, Okay, you still have rights. And you don't have to put up with things like this. You don't put up with things like this outside of an area like that. Okay, and I don't care what anybody tells you. There are laws against things like that. And yeah, I understand. Okay, you know, being a libertarian, there should be as, as, as few laws as possible. Yes, I agree with that. 100% wholeheartedly. But when it comes down to someone's individual rights or their pursuit of happiness, then yeah, you're damn right. There should be something in place that protects those things for you, for people. 100%. So this whole Chaz thing, this whole, like I said, it's a sham. Okay, it's it's a joke. It's not it's not what you would expect out of a separatist movement, okay? If you want to pull away from society and do your own thing, by all means do it. But if you're going to turn around and do the same thing that you claim to be fighting against and oppress other people, then you are no better than the thing that you were trying to escape. And you just look like an idiot. Look, freedom is for everyone. It's not for some people. It is for everyone, regardless of the color of their skin or their religion or their gender or who they choose to love. It does not matter. Freedom is freedom, period. And it should be enjoyed by anyone and everyone with zero exceptions. Okay? Without zero qualms. But this here, there is no freedom here. This place is a nightmare. The only thing that this is, and to be quite honest with you, What this is here, it's a six-block gulag. That's all this is. That's all this is. And the guy who's running this, this wannabe SoundCloud rapper, look, man, more power to you when you were doing the whole rap thing. If it makes you happy, do it. But what you're doing now is disgusting, and it's absurd. Who are you to take someone else's freedom away? Who are you 
to declare yourself a warlord and terrorize people. Who are you? You're no one. You're actually no better than the federal government because that's what the federal government does to the American people. They threaten them and they terrorize them. You are no better. You're a would-be, wannabe despot. You're a 10-cent dictator. That's all you are. But I digress. See, there's the word right there. 28 minutes and 37 seconds. Took me a little bit to get there, but it's still there. It's everybody's favorite word. It's a catchphrase. So, moving on. There's... There's other parts of this that I want to get to, so I can't really spend a whole lot of time on just one subject. There's, there's, there's a few different subjects in this episode that I want to cover. So I'm trying to bring you as much information as I can with the time that I have to do it. So with that, we're moving on from Chaz because, like I said, I could talk about this thing all night long, but I don't have that kind of time. So what following that, what we're seeing now in response to that, what our, what our government chooses to do now is, well, we have all this division in the, in our country. Great. This is what we want. This is, you know, again, this is the government saying this. We have all this division in our country. This is what we want. This is what we want to see happen. Keep the citizenry fighting against each other. Okay. So what they do now is they launch the political circus, okay? They know they have a very limited time to get the things in that they want to do to fulfill their agenda. Like I said, there is an agenda to this, all right? So, the gods of political pandering are hard at work. Again, not allowing a good crisis to go to waste They have done exactly what is predicted. Taking a situation that can be used for actual change in this country and instead co-opting it and using it as a photo op. Yes, this is what I am talking about. I am talking about no other than the image of Speaker Pelosi and her ilk kneeling in silent protest while wearing African garb. Now, if this was genuine, there would be no issue. And this is where it gets a little comical, if not just out, out, out and out sad, okay? Except for the fact the colors of the garb that they were wearing are of a tribe that actively participated in slave trade. See, if they would have taken five minutes or actually gave a damn about this whole thing instead of just having a having a stupid-ass uh, photo op to make them look good, they would have realized that the colors that they picked were actually that of a tribe who participated actively in slave trading, which makes them look stupid. And 
Not only that, it's disingenuous. Because if, if you, like I said, if they would have taken the five minutes to do a little bit of research, they would have realized this and they would have never done it. Or they would have picked another, you know, another uh, uh, color, you know, another tribe, right? you know, another color of, uh, of a tribe they were trying to represent. But this is what I'm talking about. The only thing that they were worried about was getting their pictures in the papers, getting their pictures on the, online, a story to be talked about, okay? Now, listening to this podcast, you know how I feel about both sides of the spectrum here, okay? They're both crap. The two-party system is the biggest joke ever known to man. With that being said, if this was a conservative group doing this, they would have been crucified. I could I you could literally see the headline in the papers. You know, the, the papers would be calling these people racist, you know, they would be calling them insensitive, how, you know, how did how could they do this? How could they not know what they were doing? This, you know, so on and so forth. But for the mere fact that these people, that these people, the left, hold the narrative and they're writing the narrative, nothing will ever be done. Nothing will ever be said about it. It'll literally be buried. It'll disappear. Or, you know, you know the media will make, some, make up some kind of excuse, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. It was disingenuous. It was ill thought out and it was inappropriate. You want to protest, you know, peacefully, fine, do it. Like I said, it's well within your First Amendment right. But at least know what the hell you're talking about when you do it. You want to talk about insensitive? You want to talk about, you know, ridiculous? There it is right there. That's absurd. So, with that being said, <clears throat> um, you know, like I said, but of course, nothing will be will be said or done about this. It'll be pushed to the side and forgotten about. With mainstream media fully complicit in covering the tracks and out-and-out uh, disgraces of the government, it's easily understood why things are the way they are. And what I mean by that is why people don't believe a damn thing the government nor the media says because of things like this. And for the mere fact that... Our media won't call them out on it when they should call them out on it, right? So, um, the mere fact that those those in power now are the same ones who wrote, voted, and passed bills into law that are the, the direct result of the violence and many times deaths of innocent people without culpability shows that here in these United States that we the people have become too complacent with corruption in our overzealous government-run police state. Think about this. You have these people doing these things that are in our government, but these are the same exact people who wrote these laws 
who voted on these laws, who put these damn laws into into place. This is exactly the problem. There is no culpability. There is no responsibility for the actions that this government does. Think about all the innocent people who have been killed because of these ridiculous laws, these unconstitutional laws, these very laws that strip people's individual liberty and individual rights away. And yet nothing's ever done about it. It's disgusting. When has the American people become too complacent with this? And you damn right. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm angry and I'm stuttering because I'm tripping over my, over my words because I cannot believe that we put up with this. What in the hell happened? What in the hell happened to this country? When did we lose our goddamn backbone? Somebody answer me that. I don't know, people. It doesn't make any damn sense to me, and I'm sure it don't make any damn sense to y'all. But until we make a move to make things right, these things are still are going to keep happening. <clears throat> these people who are calling the shots right now, who are doing all these things right now, they've been in government for 40 plus years. 40 plus. Four zero plus. And it's the same It's the same thing over and over and over. How many times have we seen them, like I said, write a bill, vote on it, put it into law? And it's the biggest unconstitutional piece of crap that you could possibly imagine. And then if on the outside chance they actually get called out on it, they just come up with some, and, I, and you know what? I'm going to break my own rule here because I am just this angry. So forgive me for this. They come up with some bullshit excuse on why they did it. Or they just out and out deny that they actually had anything to do with it. Like the American people are just going to forget about it. I mean, damn, I don't, I don't, it's no wonder why other countries in the world look at the United States and think of us as a, as a goddamn joke. We have a government who can't even get their shit together. But again, this is another topic that I can spend all night talking about. But I, this is where this is going. Okay? This, this, this is where this is going. 
right to this other point. Okay? With all this, you think the hypocrisy's over. No, there's no hypocrisy like political hypocrisy. And we're going to continue to talk about our favorite person here. So, with all this going on, Speaker of the House Pelosi has demanded that all portraits of past speakers that sided with the Confederacy to be removed. This has stemmed also from the removal of Confederate statues in southern states. Any and all remnants of the Confederacy are seemingly to be erased from history because they claim they claim to undo the blight of slavery. That's all well and good. Except for two things. Okay? The vast majority of, South, uh, of Southerners didn't own slaves. In fact, I think it was 3% of the South that owned slaves during, during the Civil War. Okay? They cared, they cared very little or not at all about it. Honestly. Believe it or not, the Civil War was fought more over states' rights, than, and slavery had very little to do with it. There are historical quotes by some individuals speaking about slavery. But to the, the Southern individual, slavery had nothing to do with it. They cared less about it. It was the fact that they were being told what to do by what they thought as a tyrannical government. Okay? Now, with that being said, I and every person that values life wholeheartedly, and I cannot stress this enough, wholeheartedly disagrees with the idea of another person being enslaved by anyone or any entity wholeheartedly disagrees with it and will fight to the death against it. People who know me personally know how I feel about slavery of any kind. No one has the right to own another person. It's unacceptable. It's wrong. And it's disturbing. I felt that's like something I, I, that I felt like that had to be said. I mean, I know it's common knowledge. But still, it needed to be said. Second point. So, if these statues and these portraits are being removed, then why is the statue of Senator Robert Byrd not being removed? And I'm going to give you a little backstory on Robert Byrd, just in case you don't know who he is, or was, I'm sorry, he passed. Robert Byrd 
once the senator of West Virginia, was a high-ranking member of the Ku Klux Klan. He was a Democrat, okay? And he was a senator of West Virginia. He was still active and had very nice things to say about the Ku Klux uh, Klux Klan while he was an active member serving in office as senator. So why is his statue not being removed? While serving office, he was, he was also pro-segregation and voted against the Civil Rights Act. And I ask again, so why is his statue not being removed? If we're going to go ahead and do all of these things because, you know, it's, you know, it's a blight on our history. And I agree with that. Slavery was a blight on American history. 100%. But if we're, ta- if we're taking down all these statues, removing all these portraits of these ex-Confederates, then why is a statue of a former Klansman still standing? Why is Nancy Pelosi being silent on it? It's simple. They don't give a damn about the African-American community. There, I said it. They don't. It's because it's an election year. That's what this is about. The only reason why they care now is because of votes. And guaranteed... I can guarantee you this. And anybody with two brain cells to rub together will be able to tell you this this exact same thing. After the election, it will go right back to the same as it always been. The government will use the African-American community as a means to an end, the same as they have always done. It will continue to do so. This is hard fact. This is backed up by multiple examples. I'm not saying the right has an amazing track record with the African-American community. At all. They do not. Okay. But when it comes to the uh, exploitation of the African uh, African American community, the left have made it an art form, and I'm sorry, there's no denying that they have generation after generation after generation. The only time, and I mean, and trust me, the right does it too. They pander their ass off come election time. But the left has literally made it an art form. They will literally go to extremes to ensure the African-American vote. They will. It happens every election cycle. When it came out prior to to the protesting and the rioting and everything that that has happened, it has said that the black vote 
was leaving the Democrat Party in droves. Okay? Now, I'm not getting into conspiracy theories here or anything like that. That's not where I'm going with this. But I'm going to ask you a serious question. Don't you think it, don't you find it funny that shortly after that was said, all of this happened? All of it happened. And, and, and just to go to show you that they're disingenuous about this. I mean, I mean, the right's disingenuous about it too. And like I said, don't get it twisted. I'm not, I'm not defending the right here. Because they're just as they're just as much to blame as the left is, and this, like I said, this is the major party, or this is the major problem in this country: the the whole two party system. We've had years of this, and nothing has ever changed. Nothing has gotten better for anyone in this country. Okay, but I still find it funny. That that had happened. Maybe it's a huge, you know, um, coincidence or not. I I don't know, but it seems like every four years, this happens. Every ele- election cycle, it's the same thing. Okay. I don't know, guys. It's just it, it's mind blowing to me. To sit back and watch all this happen and nobody in our government be called out on it. I mean, yeah, sure, there are people who are called out on certain things, but the vast majority of the government needs to be it needs to be called out on. I mean, you literally it, it, if you actually looked at it. If you actually looked at it from from the side, if the left actually gave a damn about the African-American community, you would think the first thing that they would do would, would be to actually put forth a candidate who didn't have their hands literally in the same writing of the bills that are the direct cause of everything we're seeing now to run for president. But that goes to show you they just don't care. All right? I mean, anything political is disingenuous. It is. I'm sorry. And I I really don't think that government is the answer. Because it doesn't matter which side it is. As long as, as long as there's a media and only two political parties fighting against each other, the media is going to make sure that we see every little detail of it. Further driving a wedge in this country between the people. That's what it is. That, like I said, that's what all of this boils down to is just that. It's about control. 
Nothing more, nothing less. That's all this is. I mean, it's absurd. It's crazy. And I'm sorry, mass censorship is not the answer. Massive, this mass censoring campaign that we're seeing happening now, it's not the answer. But it's government. What do you expect? Instead of actually doing something to help people, they're just going to cause more division, more, more pain, more suffering, more, more everything. That's what all this is. And it's never going to stop. Never. So, those are just my thoughts on the things that I have um, seen happening right now. And the way it's heading, it's nowhere good. It's nowhere good. Something, something needs to, something needs to happen. Real change needs to happen in this country. We need to get back. We need to get back to what we were. We need to get back to the original idea. Less government, more freedom. Because anything that the government puts its hands on or gets itself involved to automatically goes to pot real fast and we're seeing that right now so I don't know y'all if you guys got any ideas I would love to hear them so well everybody that's uh pretty much all I got for tonight um you know I hope I hope you guys got something out of this episode. Uh, I know there was a lot here, but it all coincided and it all tied in with with uh, with everything that we're seeing happening. Um, this these are some very messed up times we're living in right now, and I don't want to utter the, uh, the utter the phrase what you know what else could happen. What other bad thing could happen? I don't want to. Because to be honest with you, I don't want to see something worse happen. I don't think anybody in their right mind wants to see anything else happen. So, just a little thought. I don't know. Like I said, let me know what you think. Let me know your opinions on it. So, but that's all I got for you guys this week. Um, like I said, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and, uh, I hope, uh, I give you something guys to think about and possibly talk to others about. So, uh, you know, until next week, uh, you guys take care of one another, you know, take care of yourselves. And, uh, like I said, just keep, uh, 
just keep going. So until next week, keep your nose to the air, your ear to the ground. This has been the Hardcore Truth, and I will see you guys next week. Rusty out.